Hey, what's up, guys? This is Brandon, one half of the Football Frame of Mind podcast, man. I'm back here with college football content. We're talking about week seven. We're going to go into some of the biggest games that I've seen on the schedule, and we're going to preview, dive in, and see where they fall and what we think is going to happen. But before we go any further, look, I just want to just say thank you guys for all the awesome support. We're sitting there with 87, 80, 800 subscribers, almost a 9,000, man. We were really trying to get a good push for 10,000, man. Man, we would just really appreciate if you guys would have liked, comment, subscribe, and man, hit that bell notification. Like I tell you guys, we got so much content, man. And I never talk about it, but we have a lot of shorts. So if you like our content, but maybe you don't have the time to really sit there and watch all the videos, we have shorts about all the craziest moments, all of our hot takes, all the funny stuff. We have plenty of really cool stuff to watch on the shorts. If you love college ball, I've got a whole playlist for you. We got preseason predictions. We got week-to-date stuff. We got all that. NFL, same thing. Up-to-date preseason predictions. We've got our What If series. Got some really cool hot takes on there as well. We have some awesome top five segments. I think a couple of top tens. And like I said before, if you guys didn't know, we're going to start an open discussion. Pretty much any hot takes, any awesome topics or controversial topics or maybe just things that we really want to just want to get on the table and discuss and get each other's perspectives and get some of you guys' perspectives. We would really love to get some feedback from you guys. And man, if y'all could throw some suggestions for that open discussion series, we're going to be starting here pretty soon, man. It'll be awesome because we want y'all to be involved. We want y'all to feel like y'all are being heard. And once me and him can get on better schedules with our work, then we will definitely be starting that one as well. But for the time being, thank you guys again. Thanks to for Off The Ball Network for their constant support. Thank you for letting us use your platform. And, man, we just pray and hope that this partnership will continue to flourish and blossom and that we can make awesome content, reach more of you guys, and let's just keep rocking and rolling, man. And uh, shout out to Cam, all his hard work, all the editing, all the thumbnails, all the awesome ideas he comes up with, man. Thank you so much. We love you. We greatly appreciate you. Now, guys, let's get into week seven. So I'm going to go and start by saying, yes, this week, you guys do not have to worry about hearing me on a tangent about Alabama or LSU. I've picked four games this week, and neither one of those teams are in there. So you won't have to say, oh, Brandon's a homer and Cam's a homer, and all they do is talk about LSU, and all they do is talk about Alabama and how they think this and that. No, this week, no bias. No homer, nothing. We're going to talk about some other really good matchups in college football. Uh, we do have an SEC matchup, but it's only one out of the four games, and it's neither one of those teams. But I digress. Let's get started. So, man, my opinion, one of the biggest matchups this weekend, week seven, Oregon, Washington, Bo Nix, Michael Penix, Heisman frontrunner versus Heisman frontrunner. Man, this is a game that we, if you guys haven't watched it yet, y'all can go back and watch our Pac-12 breakdown, all of our preseason predictions and stuff like that. I think y'all would really like it. It's basically being able to see like where we stand and maybe where our takes fall. But this is a game that we spoke about in the preseason saying this is one of the biggest matchups of the year. And it still is. Both of these teams are sitting at 5-0. and Both have convincing records. Both have awesome quarterbacks, explosive offenses. And two quarterbacks that could possibly be in New York getting a Heisman Trophy at the end of the year. Uh, crazy thing is, it is in Washington. So you don't have to worry about having to go play in Eugene. But, man, like, explosive. Both of these guys can sling the rock. Both of these teams can score points. This is going to be a shootout. This is not going to be a 26-20 to game, 21-14, 28-21, no. 
This is going to be a 40 to 50 point game. I don't see this being a defensive game at all. I think it's going to come down to which guy can score more points, man. And, hey, credit to Bo Nix, man. Since he's left Auburn, he has really solidified himself. And he's played a lot better, man. He's put his team in chances to win. They had that big blowout loss to Georgia last year in week one. But, man, since then, man, he's looked really good. But, man, we were both really high on Michael Penix before the season started. And I'm still high on him, man. He is looking awesome. Pinpoint accurate, dropping them in a bucket, man, scoring points. Washington is dangerous, and you have to go play in that environment against Michael Penix. This is going to be a straight shootout, man. And, man, Pac-12 games have been really interesting this year. And the Pac-12 in their last year of true existence, they've showed out. Not even just with these teams, but a lot of the other teams as well, man. Look at Colorado. Look at Utah. Look at all these teams. Like, they're showing out. But, man, this is going to be probably the best game of the weekend Knicks, Phoenix, like I said, I see it being a real shootout. If I'm going to go out on a whim, I'm going Michael Phoenix and Washington, man. I think Oregon's got athletes. I think Oregon's got a really good squad. But I just, I'm more confident what Phoenix could do. And I feel like if one guy's got to step up more than the other, I'm going Michael Phoenix, man. I mean, you could go either way, but I'm more confident Washington. I've got Washington walking out of this home game with a win. Now I'm going into my week, not my week. I'm going into my second matchup. This is the SEC game that I was bringing up to you guys. That's Missouri at Kentucky. Both of these teams, man, took heartbreaking losses in week six. Missouri obviously was 5-0 before the game against LSU last week and looked like they were going to pull out the win versus LSU. But, uh, yeah, the rest of the second half, third and fourth quarter, man, they didn't show up. LSU turned it around, dropped 49 on Missouri, came out with the W. So Missouri falls to four and one, five and one actually. My apologies. And Kentucky, man, uh, what else can you say besides they got the rails beat off of them, man? Like, if anybody was having any question about Georgia, Georgia silenced it. I'm not saying Kentucky is a powerhouse, but Kentucky's not a pushover team, man. They have Devin Leary, they have athletes. They're not a bad team, and Georgia just whooped them by 40, 50, whatever the score was. It, it wasn't even worth watching or talking about. Uh, this is an interesting game, man. Like, I think that this is a really good quarterback matchup between Devin Leary and I, I'm sorry, I apologize. I did forget his name, but man, I just think it's going to be a really good game. They're both sitting at five and one. There's a part of me that wants to say Kentucky will win this game. Uh, they're ranked 24th. Missouri fell out of the top 25 with that loss. Uh, I want to say Kentucky wins because taking such a big loss like that to Georgia, I got to feel like you have a chip on your shoulder and you want to come out and win. But, man, I just feel like Missouri's playing really good football. Uh, I'm going to go with Missouri. I'm not the most confident in that, but I think they'll pull it out. But I think this will be an entertaining game nonetheless. I would not be surprised if Kentucky wins this game at home. I like Devin Lear. I think he's a really good quarterback. And I like what Mark Stoops has been doing there at Kentucky. But if I'm going to go out on a whim, I'm going to pick Missouri. We'll just go with that. Another big game this weekend. It's another, I would say Pac-12. One of the teams is from the Pac-12. That's USC, ranked at number 10, going to Notre Dame. They're ranked 21st. Uh, Notre Dame took a loss last week in a game that I didn't think they were going to. Uh, they lost 33-20 to at Louisville. Credit to Louisville. Hey, they beat them. Uh, Notre Dame falls to 5-2 and two while USC wins a nail-biter against Arizona in overtime. Uh, was it overtime? I don't know. Maybe I'm incorrect. But I know it came down to the wire. And they definitely had their moments of where they might have lost that game. Uh, 
But they stay they stay undefeated. They're ranked tenth. Uh, they got to go play at Notre Dame. Man, I really want to pick Notre Dame here. I love Sam Hartman. I love what they're doing on offense. But man, I just don't know if you lose to Louisville. I don't know if I can put any confidence in you to beat USC. You might be at home. That environment might be different than a lot of other environments this year. And I think Sam Hartman is as good as Caleb Williams. Hot take. I'm not as high on Caleb Williams as everybody else is. I think he's good. Just don't really like his demeanor. I think he's a bit arrogant. But if we're talking about on the field, I think Sam Hartman can go shot for shot with Caleb Williams. My thing is, I just don't know if Notre Dame wins this game. I would love to see them win this game. I think there's a small sliver of a chance. I think this would be a really good game. I think it could be close. I don't see USC blowing Notre Dame out. Uh, do I want to see Notre Dame win? Yes. Do I think they will? No. I think Caleb Williams is just going to be a little too much for that defense to contain. I'll, I'll pick a score of, let's go, USC 35, Notre Dame 28. Unfortunately, they're going to probably take a third loss here. Unfortunately. Now, the last game I want to talk to you guys about, I kind of hinted at it at the end of my recap for last week, and that's going to be number 25, Miami, traveling to go face number 12, North Carolina. Uh, Mario Cristobal, not too much needs to be said about Mario Cristobal after how he choked that game away for his team, man. Uh, Georgia Tech should not have been in position to win that game, and all Cristobal had to do was just run the clock out take a knee, do what he had to do. And he put his team in that bad position, and it cost them. It cost them an undefeated season. They fall to 4-1. and one. And, man, I mean, that's not a good place to be in. And, obviously, like we said before, this apparently has been a problem for him for a while. But I'm not just going to rag on Cristobal. I don't think he's a terrible coach. But that is a big problem, especially when you're going to go play a red-hot team like North Carolina. You've got one of the best quarterback prospects in the country, and Drake May, who looks awesome up to this point. You got to go play them over there. Miami is ranked 25. Miami is not going to hang with Drake May and Notre Dame. Not Notre Dame, North Carolina. My apologies. I just, I'm not confident in Miami. After what happened last week, I don't think it should have been even that close between them and Georgia Tech. I don't think, like, even if you do turn the ball over late in that game, I don't think it should have been in that position to where if they score, they win the game. I don't think that should have happened, but that's just me. Uh, I think Drake May is my favorite quarterback in this draft. I think he is eligible to draft this year, but just overall, between him, Williams, Phoenix, like, I think Drake May may be the best quarterback in the country. He looks really good. That offense is prolific. Like Cam says, he is a gamer. He keeps you in the game. He will win games for you if need be. He will put the team on his back. He has got to be one of the most prolific passes I've seen in a while. Pinpoint accurate, man. He can drop him in a bucket from damn near everywhere. I don't think Miami is a bad team, but I think when you just look at the metrics, you look at the players, I just don't see Miami going into North Carolina and winning this conference game. I've got Drake May in North Carolina by at least a touchdown or more. But, like I said before, they do have a lot of really good games this week. Uh, I would touch base on a couple other ones, but we have some time constraints. These are some really good matchups. Like I said, I've got Washington beating Oregon. I've got Missouri beating Kentucky. I've got USC over Notre Dame. And I've got North Carolina over Miami. Not crazy picks. Some people maybe do a hot take and say Miami or Notre Dame, but I'm not going to take that chance. So, yeah, man, that's our Week 7 preview. I hope you guys really enjoyed uh, thank you guys for the ones that have been sitting there watching. Thank you guys for the ones that have been subscribing, liking, and watching our content. Man, y'all are awesome. 
We do this for y'all. We love doing this. It's so much fun talking football. Uh, if you've never heard Cam say it before, I'll say it again. That man, we could talk football all day, every day, and never get boring. Man, football is the greatest game in the world, in my opinion. No bias, but it's awesome, and we have a really good time. And uh, we just hope that over time we can continue to flourish, grow. And blow up, man, to where we can start doing even better content, even better stuff. But for the time being, uh, like I said earlier, just like, comment, subscribe, hit that bell notification so you don't miss a beat, and just go check out all of our playlists. We have plenty of content to check out. I think that you guys would really enjoy. Thank you to Off the Ball Network for this awesome opportunity to work with y'all, to be able to use your platform and reach more fans. And man, thank you to Cam for all your hard work, dedication, and awesome job you've been doing. This is Brandon with the Football Frame of Mind podcast, signing off.